Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Off the Hook, bearing on OffTheHookSports.com, your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Hey, guys. You ready to let the dogs out? What? Do what? <laughs> Let the dogs out. You know, like, who let the dogs out? Who, who? Off the Hook, airing on offthehooksports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. Always available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Always available wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Welcome to the program. We are loaded for bear with Amanda LaFrada. I'm Dave Hooker. Coming up today, we will visit with Tony Thompson, the former ball out on the West Coast. And he has a young son who is very interested in the University of Tennessee. Plus, I want to talk to Tony Thompson, the former ball, about uh, battling for playing time in a tough, tough competitive running back room i ask you to please subscribe and like this video and we can bring you more with amanda lafrada i'm dave hooker and also the ap's top 25 is out some news from tennessee's practice as they kind of reach the midway point this is where it gets difficult uh, where it's uh, more difficult to show up and be at your best each and every day so the dog days is what the guys like to call it so we'll hear from Jacob Warren, Tennessee tight end, and Cooper Mays, Tennessee offensive lineman. So that should be really good. And also, wow, LSU has one quarterback that just up and decides to call it a year uh, in the first month of camp. And then uh, you look a little bit further down the list, and you've got news coming again out of uh, Clemson 
I'm sorry, uh, out of Oklahoma with former Clemson coach Brent Venables and his defense of the racial epitaph that use, was used by one of his uh, head coaches. What does that mean? want to get into that with Amanda because uh, we've taken a little bit of heat for wondering about Venables. Now, we did have Chris Landry on yesterday, and Chris said that he thinks it's a very solid hire. So we'll see. But I want to get to that AP top 25 poll and exactly where does Tennessee fall in that. You know, they were outside of the coaches poll. So let's go ahead and get to that in one momento. First, our own uh, Jacob Warren, who is a contributor of Off the Hook Sports, and we certainly appreciate that. Jacob Warren, Tennessee tight end, talks about the dog days of summer and, and going at it, and it can be difficult. It's just going, 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 right? You don't even really know what day it is. I just know that it's practice 13, right? We're going on practice 13. <laughs> I don't even – the other day we were talking about it. It was, um, it was a Friday night, and we'd had practice, and I came home <clears throat> and, like, was driving through my neighborhood or whatever – and saw like a bunch of the kids like out like walking down the street and look like they're getting into their cars dressed up all nice like you're ready to go out on the town and everything and i'm like what are these people doing because <laughs> it felt like a monday to me i'm like what are they doing but it, it was definitely friday night so it's just uh <clears throat> yeah just one of those things it's kind of a, a grind and you 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 put your head down and you go do it and and then you come back to real life and it's like, oh wow that <laughs> that's weird <laughs> but it's also a little goofy since you guys are playing a Thursday night game, right? Yeah. I mean, that's weird. It, it's the way that obviously we have it scheduled to get all of our practices in for the actual game. And, you know, we'll have to have a normal Monday on a Saturday. Right. And then just kind of move everything up because we got to travel on Wednesday. You know, it's, it's, it's um, obviously a bit more complicated, but I don't mind the Thursday night games. Obviously we had one last year and, um, I think it's cool because, like, pretty much everybody is going to be watching, right? There's not going to be many games on that day. Um, <clears throat> so everyone's going to be tuned in, and uh, it'll be rocking. And then maybe we'll get a little bit of time on the weekend to kind of rest and relax before we have to go back at it. If you want to hear that full interview, be sure and like and subscribe, and you can see that on your YouTube post. A couple of other notes from Jacob really quickly as he – said he thought the defense had performed at a much higher level, especially tackling uh, in the back end and the secondary, and that's going to be important. Then we also had an opportunity to visit with Tennessee center Cooper Mays, and he talked about that left tackle position. And it's going to come down to, I believe, the potential. This is not what Cooper said, but this is what I'm hearing based off some, some things that he said. And, again, go to offthooksports.com, our YouTube channel, and you can listen to that. I think it comes down to two things. One, Gerald Mincy, does he take that next step as a sophomore? And Jeremiah Crawford, probably not as talented, but can he hold off Mincy? We shall see. The AP Top 25 is out. Good morning, Amanda. As always, you're looking lovely. How are you? Thank you. Good morning. I'm a little tired. Uh, that's all right. You're doing a fantastic job. I certainly appreciate that. Tired happens. Now we just got to put our nose and drive through, like Jacob said. All right, so... The AP Top 25 is out as it is time for uh, headlines. And we get to that, the down and dirty at 30. We also like to call it as we get started every day at 8.30. And let's get to that. So the AP Top 25 came out just after the show yesterday. Amanda, people can tune in. Remember, at 8.30, we're live every day right here. So the AP poll, bad timing for us, came out right after we went off the air, but that's fine. 
But um, so it just when you sit back and you look at what Alabama has done, it is absolutely stunning. Rewriting the record books and all of that. Alabama number one. Here's some crazy stats that I can I can throw your way. Uh, Alabama has touched the number one spot now. 15 straight seasons. That is just insane. The school record is seven for any other particular school. And the coach record is six, which I imagine would probably be Paul Bear Bryant. But I don't know that for sure. And then uh, as far as the AP Top 25, Amanda, this is pretty interesting. I heard an interview on a national show with Nick Saban yesterday. And he was asked specifically about voting on the poll, which you and I joke that coaches probably don't. It's probably sports information people. But and good morning to you, Michael and John and Clint as well. But uh, Amanda, it is he just basically he, 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 he sidestepped the question by saying, I don't vote us number one until I feel like we deserved it. So he sounded genuine. So it sounded like he really votes for it, which usually when coaches say that, I don't believe it. But it sounds like he really votes for it. And he and they said, did you vote yourself, number one? And he said, I did not. And I'm just going to leave it at that. My little mind may be taking this too far. And I may have had too much caffeine. But I couldn't help but wonder, after getting beaten out by a former coach for Arch Manning, again, doesn't affect Alabama long term. They're fine. But if. You would just throw down that Texas vote if you're Nick Saban, just as kind of a ha-ha. He is like the least likely to troll, but that would be a cool troll. I don't – I mean, I would think that he wouldn't do that, but I mean, who did he vote number one, Georgia? Probably, Ohio State? Me I mean, personally, if I had a vote, <laughs> in Ohio, I would vote Alabama one, Ohio State two. It's everybody for second. Right, but I mean, it's obvious Alabama is one. So I'm sitting here going, well, who did you vote number one? And that makes sense. So I mean, it, one, it makes sense. Yeah, there was one coach in the coaches poll that voted Texas number one. And Amanda yeah. noticed that. And to be honest with you, I skimmed it and didn't and didn't notice that. And she was like, who did it? Who could possibly do it? So we thought maybe Lane Kiffin would be a guy, but he doesn't have a vote. Only 66 coaches have votes. So he, he wasn't the guy. Who are some other names we threw out there? Sarkeesian himself. Um, yeah, oh. we threw out Sark. We threw out Venables. We threw out um, – I would say we did throw out Lincoln Riley at first, and then everyone was like, he didn't have a, you know, say in this. And I was like, well, okay. And then oh, we threw out Jimbo Fisher because Jimbo. we just, we just because thought they, of like – because Nick Saban, we don't like each other. I would yeah. Think. Well, so, no, not even the Saban thing, but it's just like who would troll Texas? And I just went with their biggest, you know, rivals. Oh, so. gotcha. Okay. Uh, so Alabama number one, Ohio State number two, Georgia number three in the AP poll, Clemson number four, Notre Dame is number five, Texas A&M is number six, Utah number seven. Now, Utah is supposed to be uh, pretty good, but are they better than Michigan, um, who's at number eight? I don't know. I would like to see that. Oklahoma, Baylor round out the top ten. As far as other SEC schools, 
that are in the top 25. You have Arkansas at 19, Kentucky at 20, Ole Miss at 21. So all in all, six SEC teams are in the top 25. Usually it's about seven. And Tennessee more distant in this one. They're behind BYU, uh, 180, uh, 180 votes to 234 votes. So they would be 26. So again, I... It really doesn't matter at the end of the day, man. I would have had Tennessee somewhere in the low twenties, the low teens, I should say, around twenty. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see some, and I know we've covered this extensively, but I don't see how some of these teams are above Tennessee. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Understand that Wake Forest is bringing back everybody, and NC State is, you know, doing its thing or whatever, but they just don't have the talent that Tennessee has. So I don't quite understand where this is going, but if it's going for who ends up with the best records, I could see that except for you have Ole Miss in there who got their punter from a keg party. And then you have, you know, Arkansas. So you have these teams that are in the SEC West that are probably going to get dominated. So I don't get that either. No, and Sam Hartman is now out indefinitely with an on-football-related medical condition. We hope everything's okay, but he's a starting quarterback for Wake Forest. So that just bolsters your point again. Yeah, I think that Tennessee has good to very good talent on a relative scale when you compare it to the other top 50 programs in the nation. Do they have good to great talent when you compare them to Alabama and Georgia? No. They don't. But they have elite talent, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. So if they're A-plus, Tennessee's B-plus. Yeah. That's about where I would be on that. So some more news to down and dirty at 30 before we get to today's tough question. Tennessee picked up a surprising commitment on Monday when Jordan Matthews announced his decision to become a ball. Unlike some of those out there, Amanda, I will completely admit when I was wrong. I was told by somebody very close to him that he was going to Texas, no doubt. And I told you that. And Yeah, you did. I, yeah. In, in those, the, the, that circle that I will refer to is about 99%. So you caught one of those uh, early. Hopefully there won't be another one. But I was told it was Texas. Every, in all fairness, though, everybody, I believe, was, was pretty surprised, in, including, you know, we – go to that crystal ball thing a lot of the go balls 24 7 and the 24 7 sports and they all had texas so i think it was pretty an across the board surprise and amanda that's rare you don't get a lot of surprises in recruiting typically we know where they're going before they go there yeah i mean well sometimes you get surprises but it's normally on signing day or right right there it's normally not a hey you know it's it's august and surprise i've chosen a different school um, most of these players that we've seen have gone to the the places that we expected them to go, with the exception of, you know, I know Francis, he he was up in the air. And there's been some that are up in the air. And I'll be able to tell you, like, Mauigoa, who you're referring to, yes. I have no feel for him. I'll be the first yes. to say when I don't have a feel. I didn't know if it was Tennessee, Miami, or Florida or who. No, but this – this uh, recruit was definitely a surprise for Tennessee. And it, it was a surprise for national media everywhere because as soon as it came out that he chose Tennessee, it was like in a surprising turn of events, 
he chooses Tennessee. And I was like, well, I mean, and I like those though. Those are, those are my favorite to watch when it's a surprise, you know, unless yeah, it's, it, it, I like it when it's a surprise. Um, you know, there's the whole debate. Should you break that news? If you're a news agency, should you break it because you know it, or should you hold news for the announcement and then like pre-write the story? That was a big ongoing debate. It's hard for me as a journalist to to have a young man tell me where he's going. And obviously, it was off the record. I wouldn't report it, but I would just. I've I've been in that situation. Where I was just like, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I I would see it differently now. Yes, before the NIL and before all of that, yes, you should not, as a journalist, you should not report that if it's off the record, yada, yada, yada. But now these are paid players. These are, these are paid players. So what they say should be able to come out because they're paid. They're well, not paid anymore. This is, these are professional athletes. Right. I guess what I'm driving at is more, would you even hold a story nowadays? Would you hold it for him to pick up that hat and then you hit boom, the publish button? Um, I've done that before with Eddie Goldman, who went to Florida State with a number of different players. And that was at the time where I was working, that was their policy. However, you can see that journalistically, that kind of runs the wrong direction. <laughs> Just to get a story and to hold it, is is kind of goofy. So we, yeah. we got away from that. Um, but I do think there are some people still out there doing that, So which is fine. And then you have Brent Venables on Monday saying he's proud of his team's resolve and focus following longtime assistant coach uh, Kel Gundy's sudden resignation. Chris Lowe reporting that Gundy, an assistant coach at OU for 23 years, announced his resignation on August 7th after reading aloud multiple times what Venables said was a racially charged word. So we don't know if it's the ultimate slur, I guess, that we we all know is out there. I go back to what Chris Landry said yesterday. And if you're not listening to the program every day, you're going to miss things like this. There was a situation, Amanda brought it up last week too. There was a situation like this where Brent Venables, it's a very questionable decision made by Clemson coach Dabo Sweeney about a racially charged issue. Maybe Brent Venables came away from that. Amanda said, I'm not going to make that mistake again. Maybe he did. I I don't. This is another one of those things where we don't know the entire story. And again, I am not one of those people who I feel like there's a difference between taking a word and throwing it at, at someone um, as a, you know, as a slur or to put them down or to, to to be disrespectful or to be, you know, harmful, that's a different situation than someone reading it out loud or, you know, reading it off of something. That to me is a different situation. I agree. But if ultimately, and Jeff, I will take Al Horford all day long. I know exactly what you're referring to. Um, But I, I, th- I think that, yes, you're right. It's way different than if I were to say you're acting, you know, I, I can't even think of a way to put it, even another analogy. But Amanda, the, the, there's a difference in using a racial epitaph in the, the way that it's been used, apparently in this case, and using it as an attack on someone. 
But still, I think you have to let the guy go if he repeatedly used it in a, in a team meeting. Do you, I, and I'm talking about this pragmatically. Not I'm not trying to take some moral high ground on it, Amanda. I just I, I think you lose some of those players in the locker room if you don't make a very, very drastic move, and that's cutting the coach. I mean, maybe you do. I I don't know because I'm not a coach. I'm not you know. I'm not a player. I, I I don't know. I've I've played on multiple sports teams, but that wasn't really ever an issue, you know, back then. But I I mean I don't know what you do. But hey. what were you getting paid? No, I wasn't getting paid. What? Yes, she was getting under the bench money so they just so, were you getting mcdonald's bags or burger king bags of cash no i was i was getting no uh nothing nothing i had a job while yeah. i was playing sports so no. you don't you don't need bags of cash uh to purchase a fantastic mattress there at the mattress place the mattress place has been there for 22 years on chapman highway marine corps veteran owned a plus accredited member of the better business bureau over 225 star reviews they're awesome it is time for today's tough question amanda your research we're working like heck today's tough question What's the real debate? You sipping my soup, Guadalupe? Exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker and Amanda LaFrada. You drinking my sake, Kimosabi? Oh my God. All right, Amanda LaFrada, today's tough question. You have a lot to choose from. This sure ain't June. I do have a lot to choose from. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. So I've. I'm bouncing back and forth between going with something on what's happening today in golf because I'm I'm excited for this. Oh, I forgot I'm to mention that. Lie. Yeah, I should have mentioned that the down and dirty at thirty. So yes, Tiger Woods is going to kind of rally the troops. We'll see against the Live Tour with the, the PGA Championship. So I I did forget to mention that I had that on the rundown, but uh, failed to get to that. So so which direction are we going for today's tough question? I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I really want to go on that, that route, but however, I kind of want to address the LSU quarterback situation and him piecing out. And since NIL deals aren't based on performance, he gets all that. Right. So everything he signed, he gets all of it. Yeah. So give, give us a little bit more background if, if, if you can on that, because basically Miles, just decided that he had had enough of LSU, apparently. He's just stepping away from football. So I don't really necessarily know if he's just had enough of LSU or if it's just football in general. Maybe he had something come up. You know, you see all all the time these kids will step away just because for a medical reason or he knew he wasn't going in the NFL and he didn't want to get hit in the head 50 times, you know, against (laughs) Alabama. Makes more sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. I um, with with Miles, um, he he steps away. I think it was a surprise. I do not think though that I would look to the head coach at LSU, Brian Kelly, and say, 
this is a problem. You and I discussed this briefly, so I'm dating myself, but there was a player and his name escapes me and it had a very uh, strange name. He was a linebacker and he was probably the best linebacker for Alabama's team when Nick Saban took over Alabama, whichever year that would have been. And he was the one player. Yeah, that he was the one player. You might be able to Google it and find it, but he apparently uh, like nose candy. So uh, very early in Nick Saban's tenure, I believe it was in August, actually, Nick Saban booted him off the team. And at the time, you, you thought to yourself, oh, man, is this program out of control? Is he going to be able to turn this around? I was like, no, he just sent a statement. If you're willing to throw your best player off the team, then that sends a statement to the rest of the team. So I don't think this is a situation to, to carry the analogy through. I don't think Miles walks away because Brian Kelly is not a good coach. I think he's walking yeah. away because he's an upperclassman. He's probably not going to play a lot in the future, right? Yeah, I, he's walking away for it for himself. I mean, and I think as the NIL progresses, as we keep going through this without any rules or without any, you know, boundaries here, you're going to see a lot of this. These kids aren't, you know, they're they're either not wanting to go to the NFL or they know they're not going to make it in the NFL, and they're just kind of tired of of playing. And there's no point for them to continue. If you don't love the game, there's no point for you literally to continue if you're not going further. And instead of getting hit a thousand times, he would rather just go ahead and hang it up. If it were the coach, he would have entered the transfer portal and transferred out. It's not the coach. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's just he's done playing football, period. Yeah, I don't think it's a coach at all. I, th- I think it is a case of he's done. I mean, he's had a terrible run of luck. He broke his arm in a fishing accident at one point. He's He hasn't played a lot. And you know, if it's 50-50 or if it's even close, then ultimately the LSU coaches under Brian Kelly are going to go with the younger guy. Sorry, we all gentrify. That's life. And yep. to get up and moving, what you need yep. in the morning, don't gentrify. It's honeybee coffee because they can take care of you. Honeybee Coffee is right there. Tell us about Honeybee, and then we're going to get to Tony Thompson here momentarily, the former <laughs> boss. Honeybee is absolutely fantastic, Amanda. Yeah, So, and it will help clear your throat in the morning, just FYI. But I know we talk about the beans being the best, and, and we talk about it's veteran-owned, and all of that's great. But if you have a chance to go into a Honeybee and just hang out, it's very chill. It's very, like, you can get work done. You can send you know, emails, you can do whatever there. They have Wi-Fi. It's great. It's a great place to just chill out. And you won't have baristas or Karens like yelling back and forth. So I don't know if you saw that. There was a Starbucks Karen that went off. I mean, she went off and I watched it and she's shaking, going off and smacking the like counter. I missed that. I don't know where it, I, it went viral, but I don't know where it was from. But it did, it looked like one in Knoxville. I'm not gonna lie, but they all look the same. That's the difference between Honey Bee. They're different. Only the best beans, and you can also order online. So we encourage you to do that. And we're talking about the top five percent beans in the world, the coffee beans. Tony Thompson, former Vol, coming up next. He's on the West Coast, so it's like super early. What a cool day awesome. being available. Uh, more after this, back in two minutes. Tell us about Big Orange Phillies, Mr. Biles. 
Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli-style subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. This is Al's Dish Barbecue Supplies, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed, we have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food, we'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasti's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasti Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. All right, let's get to it right now. Tony Thompson to join us, a former ball and just a great guy who I bumped into on the Twitter. And I think we have uh, Tony now. Tony, can you hear us okay? Your screen's a little bit frozen. Do we have you all right? Work on Tony Thompson. He was right there, and then we lost him. We can get him back. I believe that. Yeah, Tony, you're frozen up, so let's try to get you back on as Tony Thompson. Just if, if you look back at his career, was always there at the ready. And being able to step in was something that he was really keen at. And you're going to need that. We talk about all the superstars, but Tennessee and other teams in the SEC are going to need that. I want to get uh, more of a Mandela LaFrada's thoughts uh, on that uh, AP Top 25. And those thoughts brought to you by Pedigo, because Amanda's brain is always in motion. So we're Pedigo e-bikes. Mm-hmm as they can get you around and about. And Pedigo Chattanooga, locally owned store where you'll be treated like family, the region's foremost electric bike experts, put their hearts into helping you find the perfect electric bike and get the most out of it for many years to come. We're going to try, let's see if we can get Tony now. I think we got Tony. Tony, are you with us now, sir? We don't have Tony's up. We have Tony's video, but we don't have Tony's audio. So we're going to work through that. I'll tell you what, Tony, I'll give you a call. And I'm going to call you on your cell phone. First, I want to hear from one Cooper Mays, former or current Tennessee offensive lineman, talking about that left tackle position. The battle uh, continues up front as Tennessee trying to determine whether or not they want to go with the Gerald Mincy, who's a sophomore, transferred from Florida, has great arms, great uh, length. Uh, great ability 
or they want to go with an older player. And as that battle continues, uh, what we do know is that Darnell Wright's going to stay on the right side. So here is uh, Cooper Mays right now. Um, But as far as the two guys battling it out, let's start with senior Jeremiah Crawford. Just tell me what you think about Jeremiah, uh, what he uh, brings to the table as a player, as a person, as a teammate. Yeah, um, no doubt. I would say – He's somebody that's, you know, he's even probably surprised me a little bit with how much he's grown and developed over this past, you know, offseason. I I think he's turned himself into a, a completely different ball player than he probably was when he first had gotten here. And I'm I'm really happy to see that personally. He's he's a guy that's, you know, he's a little bit more on the quiet side, but you know exactly what you're gonna get out of him every day for sure. Yep, and then let's go with the guy who's competing at left tackle, according to Josh Hopple yesterday. That was on Sunday scrimmage, depending on when you're watching. Uh, is Gerald Mincy, a sophomore? What do you think of Gerald? Yeah, um, that's a guy. He so he transferred in from Florida this off season, um, and then you know the first thing you really realize about Gerald is he's huge. You know, he's he's an extremely, you know big guy like it's you know he's probably one of our you know the biggest people on our team got really long arms so you know he's got a lot of potential especially on you know the pass protection side of it you know being able to you know keep length and you know keep defenders kind of off of his body so um he's kind of I feel like he's got a little bit you know he's got a little bit of stuff to work on but you know a body like his the the intangibles and the um just physical tools that he's got is just, you know, a lot of stuff that you want as a coach. So, I mean, he, he's also another guy that has a lot of potential for sure. So he's just got to kind of take that next step and fill it out. So we'll see if he's able to do that, uh, Amanda. And I, I look at some of the players on Tennessee's football team and all of the transfers, and I just wonder how difficult it is to – manage uh, team chemistry and that sort of thing on a year-to-year basis. I'm not talking about this particular team. I don't think there's any issues whatsoever, but I do think that ultimately, Amanda, you have to you have to have a core group, a core value, and if you don't, with all these transfers, you're going to get into trouble. I mean, you have a lot of guys, and so you're going to have a significant, you know, a variety of different personalities. So, to bring them all together as a team is very difficult to do. And I know that Hypel's doing that, which is great, but you've seen many teams out there who have the talent and they just break down because they don't play as a team. So yep. it's, you know, you'll have a quarterback and if they're not disciplined or quarterback, you'll have a coach. And if they're not disciplined by that coach or they don't have the mind, you know, set, then your team is, is shot. Yep. Tony Thompson joins us now former tennessee running back tony how are you sir i'm doing great dave how are you i'm well i apologize for the technical issues i'm glad we've got you on um tell us first of all what what you're up to i told you last night that i was uh i kind of went fanboy on you you're one of my favorite players so thank you what what are you up to nowadays well, I'm, I'm the owner of uh, uh, TSG, Thompson Services Group, out here um, in the in the West. And basically, we do the sales and marketing for um, uh, wholesalers of, of, of flooring. 
And so the primary brands that I sell under are, are Nexacore, uh, waterproof flooring, uh, the vinyl, luxury vinyl planks, and also Toscana uh, hardwood um, hardwood floors. So, and then also uh, looking at some other lines that we may pick up. Gotcha. All right, Tony. So let's talk about the running back room that you are in, because right now Tennessee has a pretty crowded running back room. And I'm just kind of curious the mentality you need to have as a, a running back to go in there and say, I might not get all the carries, but when I get the carries, I'm going to make the most out of them. Yeah, well, first, it's, it's like you guys mentioned, the, the, the culture and the environment. Uh, so when I was there, it, it was a winning environment, meaning this. We, we wanted to come with the best and be with the best so we can work out and train and learn from the best. So I wanted to go there because Coach Majors was there. He coached Tony Dorsett. Right. And then also I saw Johnny Maj- uh, Johnny uh, Johnny Jones. Uh, um, um, and I wanted to be like Johnny Jones. They beat Miami Hurricanes and, and you know, and uh, he was up, up for the up for the Heisman. So they had a a culture of winning, a culture of excellence. And, and so it's iron, iron sharpens iron. And so Philip Fulmer came down to uh, Florida. He said, uh, we want you. We, we need you. You fit well in Tennessee. Um, as a running back, so we want you to be part of like, well, you know, you guys got some good guys there, and then, you know, that's where I want to be as well. So it, it's not an issue, meaning that good players want to be with good players, especially with the championship team. And so, you know, Reggie Cobb and I, we, we came in together, right? Uh, Reggie Cobb, Roland Poles, Greg Amsler, we were all part of, the, you know, so that, that was the running back room our freshman year. Um, and we all signed up and we came in together. So I was one of the ones that you didn't play as that, that much as a true freshman back then. But, I mean, I showed enough um, to the coaches. So I was one of the players that played as a true freshman back in that time. So the coaches, you know, they liked my ability. Uh, Coach Fulmer, he's, he, that's why he recruited me, came down to Florida and said, you got the ability. And they wanted me to give them a spark, and, you know, and they put me in as a true freshman. So then after that, I mean, we're talking injuries and, and things like that. But. The mindset, get back to you or your point is the mindset is this. I never looked at myself as someone on the bench. I looked at myself as, you know, I, I am the starter. Um, I'm working to be the starter. And, you know, injuries are holding me back. Right. And that was the mindset. Right. So and, and, and I can say that's the mindset with a lot of other people on that on that team. Like I told you last night, we had tons of talented, talented people. So I know that um, you're talking about leadership back then and, and coaching and, and what have you mm-hmm. and the culture. Yes. And we've all seen the culture shift towards the bad with, you know, Lane Kiffin, with Derek Dooley, with Jeremy right. Butch Jones. So how do you think Hypel has come in and changed that? And have you seen a, you know, a difference there? Yeah, I'd say so because of the level of the enthusiasm. I think Hypo did a great job when he was at UCF in setting a culture, right? And so, and, and, and you mentioned it um, when you said, uh, Amanda, a core values. And you don't stray away from that. Um, our core values, we want to get you here. Tennessee is an awesome place to go to school. Tennessee is an awesome place to play football. Um, Tennessee, um, you will get great coaching. Um, and we're going to win some football games, right? 
that you don't stray away from that. You don't, and, and you stick to that that formula. And we're gonna have some fun uh, while 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 we're winning. Um, and and you set that environment, and that's how you will compete. You don't have to go chasing after individuals, um, uh, individual talent. And that's what I was talking with Dave last night. When I was there, Tennessee was a national school. Tennessee was a place that the top talent wanted to go. So we had people from everywhere, all parts of, of, of the country. We had many players from California, Texas, Ohio, Florida. Um, you go on and on. It was a destination school. You mentioned Tennessee. We know what we're getting into. We know what we're signing up for, and that's what we wanted, right? Um, so then that's that's the path you have to get back onto to get those one or two and flip those. We flipped the guy from Texas, the kid from Texas. I mean, that, that was normal back in the day. People wanted to be here. Um, they wanted, and we need that, you know, again, that type of recruiting. I mean, we, 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 we got some people out here, you know, um, you know, uh, that can help in the, in the West coast. We got, we got Nico, the quarterback, uh, right. Really, really, you know, talented quarterback that we signed from, from California. We got other people in California, uh, other kids, talented kids that, um, we can get out there. We got St. Bonaventure high school. Um, we got coach Joe Ganecci. Um, he's willing to help establish a pipeline. We got all the other key players out here. Greg Amsler, um, Vincent Moore is out here now, Anthony Miller, Alvin Harper, all these guys would love to help pull, some some of these talented players and, and direct them toward the big orange. Yeah, busy absolutely. with Tony Thompson. Sorry, Emily, go ahead. I just have one more. I'm sorry. Um, so obviously the NIL wasn't around when you were in college. How mm -hmm. do you think it's changing the game in college? Do you do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you think there should be rules in place? If you could do it, what would you do? Well, I, it, there's nothing wrong with where it's going. It's going to change, and that's fine. Let, let's let's learn how to compete in this new environment. Um, it's not going back to where it was, and th there's nothing wrong with that. What I'm saying is if, if we stay dwelling on how things were in the past, you're not going to be able to get these players. Um, um, you got to be able to meet them where they are, right? And, 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 and that will help you get these new players. I wouldn't change – you know, I, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change a lot. It's like it, it is what it is. Um, let's learn how to compete in this new environment. Um, you know, you know, spill milk, spill milk. Let's not worry about that. Right. What what do we have to do? Uh, and that's what you were talking about, Amanda, uh, the culture. What do we need to do? As long as we keep our house in Tennessee, you got great assets. Right. Great place to play. Great, great atmosphere. Great fans. Some of the best fans in, in, in the nation. Focus on those things. We will get those guys, and we'll get this uh, program back to a winning top 10, top 10 program. Tell me about your son, Tony, because that's how we kind of first bumped into each other on Twitter. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, DeLon, he's 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 uh, the running back here at uh, St. Bonaventure High School, one of the top programs. He's the top running back, um, best running back, uh, 2023 running back out here in California. Um, you know, and it was like, okay, well, let's – well, we haven't heard anything, you know, from Tennessee. <laughs> so it was like, well, uh, so I, I reached out and say, hey, guys, let's take a look at this guy. But not only him, let's take a look at uh, St. Bonaventure. Let's take a look at Coach Joe Canecci. If he doesn't, if they don't play with us, I coach a lot out here as well. 
I did, I've got a lot of relationships with the schools because I've coached a lot of the players through youth football and also through high school myself. So, um, and like I said, um, Clausens are out here as well. Um, they've been coaches for years, um, and we 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 would love to direct some of this talent um, uh, to Tennessee. And so, and I talked to Dave. I say, hey, Dave, here's what here's what's going on with UCLA and USC deciding to join the Big Ten. And which means half their games, they would have to go way back east to play. It's like, well, the kids like, well, if I'm going back east, I'd rather play in the SEC. And I'd rather play where it's warm instead of going to Minnesota or Wisconsin in the dead of winter. Um, these are warm, warm body kids. They'd rather play in the SEC. And so that has opened up a window of opportunity um, for Tennessee to, to start pulling at a national level and all around the country some of these top players. I mean, Nico, he, he should be just one of the dominoes that, 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 fall, uh, that fall from from California. I mean, he's a talented, talented quarterback, right? And we were able to get him. Um, and there's others that are that, that want to go. They want to. And I talked to them about the big one. Like, you want to play college football, you want to experience college, college life, um, get a good education and experience the wonders of college football. Tennessee is the place for you to be. Um, California is, of course, a really big state. So I don't know. Do you see Casey Clawson often, Tony? I don't. I, Casey Clawson is literally um, 30 minutes from me. Have I, do I see him often? No, but he's 30 minutes from me. I got you. Okay. So uh, when you see him, his nickname at Tennessee was the Iceman, but it, because of the Top Gun movie, but it didn't stick in California. So just call him Iceman. See if he gets the the reference to that. Oh right, yeah, he, yeah. No, he still embraces that. He, I saw he put, yeah, I, I saw he put out something on a Twitter or something. He's called himself the Iceman. So he he went with that moniker on one of the highlights that someone um, um, generated um, for the preseason. So he he still embraces uh, that uh, that Iceman uh, nickname. Nice. Uh, Tony, I appreciate the time. I think you're absolutely right. I think Tennessee can branch out into California and will continue to do so. And mm -hmm. uh, bet best to you and your son. Talk, if you can, real quick, before we let you go, your son's recruitment, what offers are out there now? Who's he looking at? Kind of where is that development in his recruitment? Well, yeah, he's got um, what we're looking at. Um, you know, BYU had him out. Um, um, San Diego State, um, San Jose State, um, uh, and a few others. So he wasn't he wasn't able to get on the um, because of an injury, the hamstring injury. He wasn't able to get on the camp circuit. Sure. And so he he wasn't able to get in front of a lot in, in the last uh, half a year. Um, he get in front of a lot of people, but his ability and his ability to run the football, um, and and bring back that hard nose, um, just break away big playability that Tennessee needs at running back. And when we always had, and we had running teams, I mean, winning teams, you have that threat at running back, a playmaker back there. And he has that ability. He flat out has it. He's just a gift. Um, he is just a gift. He's a natural with it. Um, and I'd, I'd love to see him in the big orange. You know, that's just selfishly, you know, me speaking. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to go back east somewhere, I want to go to Tennessee. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, you know, the, you know, and I, you know, where they, where I raised him is, you know, I want to give him that opportunity. Um, he takes that opportunity to go to Tennessee. Of course, I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, I, uh, it, it, we get him in that big, big orange and that orange and white. I know he, he can help us win some football games and get us back into the top 10 team.
Tony, say hello to the Iceman for me. Uh, we'll talk, I will. We'll talk <laughs> soon. Uh, I certainly appreciate it. And, uh, again, uh, I think you're one of the fan favorites for a number of different reasons, your selflessness, your ability, uh, but also your love for the university, I think, uh, comes through every time. Absolutely. So, buddy, I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you. Good luck to your son. Good luck to him. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Sonny. It is bizarre who you can bump into on the Twitter, Amanda. And I just bumped into him. On the Twitter. Yeah, on the Twitter. So he had tagged us um, to get some, uh, you know, because I retweeted it and that sort of thing to get a little bit more. Uh, pub for his for some of the players in that area, and I think he's absolutely right. I mean, Tennessee does have Nico Iamaleva, and I will say this: I would rather move east, just like Tony said. It made perfect sense. I would rather move east and be a part of a conference than to sign up with a Southern California or a UCLA and know that I had to be on a four to five hour flight to play Rutgers at noon Eastern. I mean, it just the whole concept is so bizarre i would use that as a big time recruiting angle amanda it's i would too because if if for nothing else if i were you know a team in the sec i would just take these recruits just randomly to like um you know wisconsin in november at a night game in lambo and just be like here you are this is how it's gonna feel to play you know one of these games it's gonna suck it's going to, you're going to freeze. I know I'm, that's, I'm just a little bit, you know, upset there because I will be going in November to Lambeau at a night game and it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible. No one wants to experience that multiple times in a, in no. a year. Oh, well, and yeah. I go back to that. I mean, okay, let's take the, let's take UCLA and USC. Okay. So they have to fly out West uh, basically about, five times four or five times let's say four so that's that's eight combined trips really flying east okay so they're going to play each other i'm sure they'll work that out and then they'll have home games but as far as really flying east the four hour flight that may have to come a day early like southern california did against notre dame so you can get your body clock set all of that Are you layovers talking? yeah layovers be layovers well have to be Probably, probably a chartered flight, but nevertheless, there could be plane issues. But I mean, at the end of the day, I just that does nothing for me if I'm a recruit. That is just so. And in a ground and pound league, after you've been in a passing league, um, I'm surprised, quite frankly, that more of those guys that are committed to Southern Cal or UCLA haven't flipped, and maybe they will. I but, think they're thinking about it. Right now, I think you'll see a lot of transfers and maybe not just because of the weather or, you know, but the the toll it takes to travel, you know, across the country and travel back and and go from, you know, 70 degrees to 20. It it sucks. It's going to suck you. Every time I do that, I get sick every single time. Every time I go from like a really hot to freezing or freezing to really hot. I get sick every single time. So, uh, I mean, it, it's not good. It, it's not good. No. And, you know, at least you're talking about a game that has some, 
I don't know, it's, it has some appeal. I mean, I'm talking about more along the lines of UCLA hopping on a plane to go play Rutgers at noon Eastern, which is 9 o'clock Pacific time. That, to me, how do you get up for that game? And I guess what I, I didn't make the, the point, how many times do you get beat just because of travel? I mean, well, I get beat not you personally, time. but not you personally, but UCLA and USC. In in the coming years, how many years do you look? How many times do you look back? I think one a year is fair that you look back and you say, "Hey, the travel got to us, showed up flat." I mean, I think that happens. And I don't know how we expect these athletes to go to school and to have, you know, to to have to do. And I know it's gone back and forth. Like, do they really do homework or, you know, whatever. But the expectation is there that you have to go to school, you get a degree. And meanwhile, you're traveling across the country and back in a week. Well, to, and you only you don't even get a week. You get a few days to do that, to travel back and forth. And then you have to wake up on Monday and go back to school. And it, that just seems like a lot to me. Yeah, that's terrible. Jason saying that movie of USC UCLA to the Big Ten is going to be a long-term disaster for the Cali teams and other teams like Rutgers Northwestern. The travel is a huge negative. Not to mention their minor sports like gymnastics, soccer, baseball, etc. Jason, yeah. you stole that from me. That's where I was going to go. So you have to load up a gymnastics team to play Rutgers. The expense in that from going from USC or UCLA to go to Rutgers, that's what you're selling. I, I just I don't know how you I don't know how this is a long term good move for the Big Ten. It's not, and the people, literally, the people out there are, you know, that are making the decisions, the money making people, the people who are who are all finances, and this is good on paper. They're never exactly the most intelligent when it comes to real Street life smarts. situations. Street yes. Smarts. They have no street smarts. So while it looks good on paper, is it sustainable for the future and for the people who are actually having to do the work on the field and and what have you? No, it's not. It's going to suck and it's going to be it's not going to be great for these these programs. It's just not. Go ahead and get us, if you can, Amanda, reset on today's tough question. Where are we with that? As I can't remember what you decided to go with. We had a we, lot of ideas. We did not decide to go with one. <laughs> Is we that just why I can't remember? That's why I can't remember what we exactly. decided to go with because we didn't decide to go with anything. Okay, I got it. Yes. So I will tell you that surprisingly in a push – at the very end, that our yesterday's tough question, which which QB, RB, and wide receiver combo would you take? Between all of them, the winning one ended up being Clawson, Kamara, and Meacham. Team D ended up taking, taking the day. Team D with Clawson took the day? D. Yeah, they so took it. That was a super cool graphic that we got to do. So repeat the teams for those that don't remember. Who was first? So we had um, Peyton Manning, Aaron Foster, and Derek Wilson on – or Cedric Wilson on – sorry. Cedric Wilson on Team A, and then we had Heath Schuler, and we had Travis Henry and Joey Kent on Team B. 
And then we had Team Martin, Jamal Lewis, Peerless Price on Team C. And on Team D, we had Casey Clausen, Alvin Kamara, and Robert Meacham. And it went in this order. Team D with Clausen, Kamara, Meacham won. Second was T. Martin, Jamal Lewis, and Peerless Price. Third was Peyton Manning, Arian Foster, and Cedric Wilson. Okay. So and then last was Schuler. As far as today's tough question, I won't bother with the element again, but what direction are we going at for today's tough question today? Well, we we're going to talk about the live tour and Tiger Woods and all of that, but we still have not talked about that. Okay, so what about what about Tiger Woods or what athlete would give you advice that you would listen to or along the lines of uh, would you listen to Tiger Woods if you're a PGA player? Yes, he's an all-time great. No, he just likes to cheat on his wife and is a husband. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I think that would it I think it'd be pretty split. Who do you think would win that one? I think people would take Tiger Woods. I think there's some resentment there. I don't think so. I'm going to put a pot of the face on it. Do you want me to tweet that out? I don't know. It's your it's it's your element. Today's the question. You tell me where we're going, what direction. I know. We just haven't talked about what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So give Tiger us, Woods. Give us, give us background and then we'll. Yeah, because obviously we'll provide a little bit more background. So what I've read, according to Mark Slaybody, ESPN, that Tiger Woods is basically going to kind of like rally the troops, so to speak. He's meeting with the top mm-hmm. 20 PGA Tour members, and he is going to say, long live the PGA Tour. No pun intended, long live PGA Tour. Right. Have you read the book, Phil? Oh, no. Okay. Just didn't know. About Nicholson? Yeah. No, I, I haven't. I, I mean, he's like that second tier of athlete, like that I like, but don't. Re- oh, I don't like him at all anymore because he went to Liverpool. But that second tier of athlete, where you probably wouldn't read a book about him, but you would keep watching on television if he was on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of those type of dudes. But so, you've heard of that book, right? But he, doesn't he chronicle his gambling issues in that? Is that the? Are you, you tell me. I don't know. I just wanted to know if you've heard of it. I've heard of it. Okay. All right. That just gives credibility to the person that I'm going to quote. That's all it is. Okay. Great. So the writer of that book tweeted out this. I'm hearing tomorrow's PGA tour player meeting. And he's written by the way, for sports illustrated for over 25 years in dealing with golf. So I'm hearing tomorrow's PGA tour player meeting regarding LIV live is going to be a banger. Supposedly everything is on the table from major championship boycotts to Monaghan's future to a larger compromise. And Tiger Woods is expected to fly in to provide counsel slash bully slash cajole. You know, I'm excited. Well, and the, the major boycott is what I'm most intrigued by out of all that you said. So would they ban somebody because they're on the live tour would they ban them from being in the majors? Um, I'm I think o- they will. I, I, I'm okay with that. And if I were a lot of these live golfers that have already jumped ship, and I, 
it's very odd that this happens and i hope nobody associated with this company is listening now but i i've seen this happen before where people leave and for this this awesome job and then suddenly it's not awesome and now they're going other places so i they have jumped for the live tour and i find it very hard to be empathetic amanda because they were going to be multi-multi-millionaires anyway they were going to get residual income you and I debated how much, but residual income from being a, a star. And I'm sorry, but there's only one Tiger Woods, okay? And then there's the next level of the Phils of the world, name-wise, name-wise. But Phil's not going to win anymore. He's almost okay. as old as me. Yeah. But the bottom line is I watched the Masters and the championships for two reasons. Why I got into golf. One was Tiger. That's what started it. And two is I realized how much it meant. And I've said before, people ask me, what's your favorite sporting event? I said the one where people leave crying and leave elated. That's the ones that matter. It's like I always watch the Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl sometimes doesn't really matter. Auburn's not that good. But I always watch it because I know those kids leave the field. Whoever wins and loses, there's some kids crying. I say kids, young men. There are some young men that are elated. So – I watch sports matter. So I found out really quickly through Tiger that majors matter. Okay. Yeah. So now I watch the majors, but I'll be honest with you, Amanda. I don't care if it's Bob Jones or Jimmy Lipper, whoever it is that's out there playing. If it's not Tiger, if it's not Phil, if it's not the names I know, there's a certain amount of appeal lost. Those golfers need to be aware of that. Okay. They, People like me tune in, the casual fan tune in for the event, not for them. If they're gone, I'm still watching is the point I'm trying to make as a viewer, as a consumer. So I think it's going to come down to, from what I'm hearing, and I get what you're saying, but Tiger Woods holds so much more power than people give him credit for. You know, the most influential athlete, I know we did that, and I think Michael Jordan ended up winning, but I hands down give it to Tiger Woods because he completely changed the game of golf. People watch golf now. I know golfers. I know Justin Thomas. I root for him because he went, you know, where he went. I I root for Jordan Speed, like Roy McElroy. I know all these golfers. And the big name, the biggest names in golf right now are still with the PGA. I know you have Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka and DeShambo. They've all gone to the live tour, but I mean, that's the, that is, shows you the difference between these arrogant, you know, all about the money and who's really about the game of golf and the love of golf. And I think the people who are staying with the PGA are the ones that are for the love of golf. Now today I think is going to be a huge deal. It's going to be a huge deal. And if Tiger gets in there and, and looks at the majors and says, okay, we are not going to play in the majors, everyone in the PGA tour. If you don't ban these people from the live tour, the majors are going to turn around and they're going to stick with the guys in the PGA. That's just what's going to happen. And then the live tour will go down in a blaze of glory and everyone will sing God bless the USA and we'll all join hands and it will be a great day for so everyone. Were you kind of playing there, or do you really see it ending as the live tour gets blown up? I see it ending as the live tour gets blown up. Whether it be two, three, or five years, I do too. I mean, I, if I the do. majors, 
side with the players of the PGA tour, because then it, it can't go into court because it's the players that pushed it and not the tour itself. Right. So if the majors side with the players from the PGA and say, okay, we're going to take you guys over the guys in the live tour, then that will kill the live tour completely. Cause nobody wants to go and see these guys shoot, you know, 12 over. No one I, wants to watch that happen. I wonder what the bugaboo might be for the masters, uh, for the majors, excuse me. One, the masters, they can invite who they want to, and they want to have Tiger Woods there and they want to have even probably Phil Mickelson. I think they've said that publicly that they would still be invited, but this, this, that's before this all changes. Okay. So things are going to change as of today. So, but I also wonder with the U S open by nature of the name of the event, it is an open championship. So it's now, if you want to rule out some of the exemptions, if you get to come back for the next 18 years, because you want it, that's fine. Or till you're 65 or whatever, that's fine. But it's hard for me to say that the U S open shouldn't allow anyone. That sounds weird to me. Does that not sound a little weird to you? I mean, it sounds a little, it does sound a little weird. However, with the players siding with the live tour or jumping ship, they knew the repercussions of their actions. They knew that, you know, this was a possibility. So I could see them today giving these live tour players an opportunity like here, give you know give the money back or whatever you can come back or you can decide to stay you know having that it's it's technically still open but having that option of okay you can come back to you know the pga or what and do you know the majors or you can stay over there then then you've given those players the choice so where i just don't think it should go both ways I'm cool with that. Um, we don't oftentimes agree, but I think we're on the same page here. So what is today's tough question? Though? We never agree on what that should be. Yours so, so I just go ahead and say, take it. So today's tough question, I think should revolve around this and it should say like, what, what outcome would you like to see happen? And it would say, you know, Tiger Woods just demolishes the LI, the live tour basically, or it would be, you know, um, or what outcome do you expect to happen? It's majors and PGA tour come together to ban live players or the live, uh, tour takes over or, you know, different, different things. But Uh, I love, I love this whole thing. I think it's great. You you decide, um, what direction you want to go and just let me know, Jason, saying why should the PGA Tour have the ability to lock any players out? These players pay their own way. They lose money if they don't make the cut. They're not employed. Jason, I'm with you on that. I don't think we're talking about every PGA Tour event, although being in the Live Tour would preclude them just from a scheduling standpoint of being in both. But Because they go into the Live Tour, they violate or they broke that PGA Tour contract. They're violating the, the rules set by the PGA, which they agreed to. So right, but they couldn't. I mean, just because of scheduling, they couldn't be in a lot of the PGA events. So we're not talking about the PGA events as much as we're talking about the majors. That's that's what we're talking about in terms of 
them being locked out because they they're basically saying we don't care about being in the saint bob's open we'd rather be in the live tour play 54 holes and make a kajillion dollars as opposed to have to really compete for our money that's what these guys are already saying so the leverage you have over them is the majors but in judicially speaking go ahead right and i do think that there the pga championship will naturally fall in line so you're not coming here i think that's a natural then the British Open is going to be outside the realm. I don't see how you get a boycott from them. The U.S. Open doesn't feel right. And the Masters runs its own ship, so I'm completely uncertain. I, I, I don't know. I think the majors will stick with the PGA Tour golfers. And I think the reason why... But you're just, lumping, but see, real quick, you're lumping together the majors as one entity. They will be. They never have. But I think they will be on this situation. I don't think there will be two majors that are saying, okay, well, well, you know, once one major falls, the other ones will, will go with it. Because if you have Tiger Woods in one major and not the other, they're not gonna they're not gonna be okay with that. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't and unless we hear something different today, I don't think they'll be lock, stock, and barrel. I, I don't. I, I don't think they'll be united as a force because they're different governing bodies. Now they might. I think they will. They might, but the Masters, if you remember, that one year they said, "All right, well then you know we're going to do what we want to do in terms of minority membership and female membership," and they did what they wanted to do and. Basically, they held their, you know, they own their broadcast rights. So the advertisers got to choose whether or not to be with them. And there were fewer ads. I remember that year, but there were still plenty enough. And there's a lot of money in Augusta and they didn't care. So that's the one that I think could just upset the apple cart. Also think the different governing bodies. I don't know if if that's the if that's what comes out of this meeting, that the four majors are lock, stock and barrel that they are saying if you play on the live tour, you can't participate in our individual event. That's a game changer. That's a game changer moving forward. And it probably does kill the live tour as of August the 16th, 2022. If, if that's the case. I just, when I look at the majors and I see, you know, the people who are, who are solid PGA, which is, you know, your big time golfers besides the ones I, I mentioned, but you have, you know, Tiger Woods is still a major player in this game. So you have Tiger Woods, you have Jordan Spieth, you have Justin Thomas, you have Roy McIlroy. You have all of these guys saying, okay, if you're a major event and you do not take these players, these live players out, we're not competing. I think every major will say, well, my bad. Like, no, we'll, we'll block out these lip players. And that's why they will join in with that. That's my feeling. Cause I would think you would rather have Tiger Woods and the, the golfers I just named than the other ones in the lip tour money, money wise. Yeah. Now, I, again, I, that's the one thing I want to see come out of this meeting, because I'll be honest with you. I think there are a lot of 22, 24 year olds, 26 28 year olds that would say if tiger woods made his money i'm going to do what i want to do i mean these guys are self-driven um they they have egos you have to have an ego to stand up on that t-box and hit in front of you know millions of people watching so 
I, I, I wonder United question mark would be how I would headline this. So are the majors going to be United? Are the players going to be United um, behind Tiger Woods? We'll see. Zool Beer Company is the official craft beer of Off the Hook Sports. They have it all, and they're a great place to hang out downtown. But Zool Beer Company has worldwide winning craft beers, and they are incredible. And they also have the beer ice cream that is through the roof. Uh, so they bring you today's tough question. So what is it officially, Amanda? I'm still still struggling. So let's just go ahead and boil this down. So it's gonna. We're gonna start out with United. United question mark. And will will the PGA Tour prevail over the Live Tour today? Or what do you expect from the meeting with it? I think we're gonna continue to work on this. You okay. do you do you feel good about it? I do. Okay. Back in two minutes. Why well, today's tough question? Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasty Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasty, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasty's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasty Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct service station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been, but it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here. We sell gas, fix cars, nothing glamorous, but we love what we do and we're going to keep doing it for a long time to come. There's not many real service stations left and that's a shame. We're the guys just like the guys back in your hometown. We'll fix your tire, change your oil, and put a new set of Michelins on your car. If you want a Twinkie, you'll just have to keep on going. Thanks for the business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Air Message board bingo coming up and also and also this day in sports history is I scared Amanda coming back from break. Is the, I'm just the, thinking. Oh, you jumped. You jumped like like squirrel. Um as like a squirrel or like squirrel wide in Tennessee. But um look, squirrel. So uh Amanda, today's tough question is so, United, what do you expect from the major meeting concerning professional golf? And, yes, I pulled a U, and I said major meeting. 
Thank you. I said majors, bands, LIV, live players, PGA players, boycott the majors. I'm going to say like some majors ban, or it's like half and half split. Majors. Half half split. Oh, I could see that. See, here's, here's what I see happening. The totally prediction, no inside knowledge. You know more about this than I Okay, disclaimer alert. I think the British Open will say that you can continue to play in the British Open. And I think the Masters, just to be different, will say that you can play in the Masters just because they're ornery, old colors. And <laughs> that's all I'm basing it on. But I do believe, I would actually feel strongly enough to bet you lunch on that. Um, I just, bet you lunch. Okay, lunch on that. If it comes down to it, I will bet you lunch the Masters will side with Tiger Woods and the PGA players over okay. the live tour. Okay. All right. So we're betting. So wait, the, how are we going to determine what if like five leave and 75% stay or something like that? How about we what do, do you the, mean? So, well, you say the PGA players side with him. I'm more concerned about the majors. So how about if two or less um, say that if they're unified, you win. If they're not unified, I win. That live players will not be allowed to participate. No, this is we're just betting on Augusta. We're just betting on. Oh, just simply the Masters? Okay. Yeah, the Masters. Okay. All right. I'll bet you lunch. That's a lot cleaner. All right. So my, my thing is the Masters will will side with the tour players really clean it'll be will not allow players to participate if they're on the lift well but that might not be the the ultimate result but that's the only thing i care about yeah but i'm saying like if the players if it comes to that then the augusta will side with the pga then uh, the if it comes to that, yes, okay. So we're saying the same thing. I, I will say that the Masters will be the bugaboo, that they will be the ones that. You got to get rid of that 90s Destiny Child verbiage. I don't even know what it's from. Uh, speaking of this day in sports history coming up, and we will play everybody's favorite game message board bingo it's brought to you by our friends at big orange billies they don't have bingo well they may but they also have everything you need in terms of a family environment to watch sports That's big orange billies the heart of paul's on maynardville pike very convenient to uh, those of you in maynardville or north knoxville they've got karaoke darts billiards live entertainment they've got it all at big orange billies so now it is time for Message board bingo, which for those of you that don't listen every day, you should. I'm undefeated. I've never lost at message board bingo. I've never even missed one. Have I, Amanda? Does that sound correct? Um, no. It sounds like the opposite of correct. I'm trying. All right. Message board bingo, where the one, the only, Amanda LaFrada will read out the message board post. Okay, so this is the way this works, the message board post. And I tell you the school that it comes from. Now, I will say this. We have some fantastic giveaways, including a a hooker t-shirt. 
And we also have some great giveaways from our friends at Owl's Nest Barbecue. So if you beat me by messaging, then we will make sure you get a prize. We already had several winners the hooker shirt yesterday, so you will get your shirt. They are in the shipping process. So those of you out there listening, if you beat me, then we'll get your contact info and we will get you either a hooker shirt or a gift pack from Owl's Nest Barbecue. All right, so Amanda LaFrada, uh, let's go ahead and do it right now. It is message board bingo. The intensity is unrivaled. It's like a John Wick movie on steroids. Don't kill the dog. Not the second one. Not the third Matrix boy. That was. I just don't kill the dog. I don't care about everything else. Fire everybody. With the Matrix? What? All right. So what do we got? Message board bingo. All right. So <laughs> here's here's one. It's fun. Do you want how many do you want to do? Three or four? Because I got four. Four. Three? Four. Whatever. All right, so in response to somebody talking about between uh, a team joining the SEC or the Big Ten, this is what worries me the most. It's an old boys network, and we're the city slickers. I'd much rather be the Big Ten where our brand would be appreciated instead of seen as a threat. So I'm going to say this. Don't correct me. Again, if you post on our YouTube page on this feed, uh, then if you can get to school before me, then we'll hook you up with uh, Owl's Nest Barbecue Gift Pack. Oh, let me start. Let me put out what was originally said, because this is a response to it. In the SEC, the golden child is Bama with UGA trying to get some looks. Okay, so I'm going to say this is a Big Ten school who would rather be in the Big Ten. So... I'm going to say this is Notre Dame. It's not a Big Ten school, but I know, but that just popped into my head because Notre Dame, I'm still wrong, aren't I? Yes, you are. Oh. Then I'm going to tell you why. Okay. All right. It says it in, in the statement, we're the city slickers. Notre Dame is not city slickers. Well, but they're uppity. It's definitely not. But they're not city slickers. Well, Northwestern? Jason's. Oh, he won. He got it. Jason got it. Yes. All right. All right, Jason, we need to get your info. So I'll let you. Yes. And we'll get you. uh, Let's let us know if you prefer a hooker t shirt or you prefer an Alice Nest barbecue uh, gift pack, and we'll hook you up with those. All right. So. All right, Amanda, let's go to the next one. Good job, Jason. You can only win once, or you're going to have more Owl's Nest rub than you can possibly ever use. All right. So. All right. That sounds awkward. Okay, so g- global warming will equal it out. It's too hot in the south now. Global warming will equal it out. It's too hot in the south now. Clearly not a southern team. Just going to go ahead and put that out there. I'm going to go Notre Dame again. 
He's gonna ride that train, aren't you? I, I'm right, aren't I? It's not. No, day. it's not. Good boy. It is Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. You gotta know the the people who are like the worst. Oh, he bought a grill. That's cute. People take care of it. All right, so Jason wants the Owl's Nest uh, gift pack, so we'll take care of that. And Jason, thanks for supporting Owl's Nest Barbecue. Uh, he bought a grill there. They've got the Green Mountain grills that are awesome. All right, so Amanda, what is the next one? All right, so the number three, and I just want to go on record as Dave is zero. Oh, for two. For Oh, for two at the moment. Bruce's. All right. So, <clears throat> what is Alabama able to offer him that this school cannot? And someone replied, <laughs> Natty's tornadoes, medical and decriminalized marijuana, warmer weather, the Gulf of Mexico, a bigger school, more girls, casinos, less glass. And let's not forget the bag man. This has to be LSU. Jeremy Pruitt, Tennessee. I don't know. This is way harder than I thought. Gosh. Who is it? This is, this is Notre Dame. Notre I, thought, Dame. I thought you'd get Notre Dame because you've guessed it twice now. Keep riding on that. All and right. Do the fourth winner you want to get to this day in sports history? We can do the fourth one, and if you don't get this, I quit. I'm ready. Five and seven, and and say goodbye to the recruiting class. Oh, well, that's... They're referring... Referring to a top recruiting class. Texas. Thank God. You got one right. I'm very proud of myself. They were, it was uh, concerning the fact that they were just done with college football altogether. <laughs> they just I'm, wanted to be done. I'm in seven at Texas. What's what's more difficult to do? Go twelve and zero at Cincinnati or go five and seven at Texas? Debatable. I mean, that both of those happened last year, so I, it's a 50-50 shot, I guess. All right, here we go. This day in sports history, putting things in perspective, exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. You're so old. When you were a kid, rainbows were black and white. And Amanda LaFrada. You kids on the block just called. They wanted you as a backup dancer. Shaking ready to roll with the, this day in sports history. So, Amanda, what have we got? Uh, we don't have that much, to be honest. Uh, okay. I will. I'll give you one in two thousand and three. This is a this is a a big time name. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo makes his debut for Manchester United. That's our. This day in sports history is he's a huge he's a huge soccer star. And I understand we're not soccer, we're not all soccer fans over here, but you know his name. No, I don't doubt that. It just uh, doesn't have a lot of sizzle to it. I don't know. Well, I mean, what do you 
How okay. do I off Ronaldo? All right. Well, here, then we'll go off of one from the PGA. In 2009, PGA Championship, South Korean, I don't know how to pronounce his name, and I know that I'm a quarter Korean, I get that, but Yang Yong-lin of South Korea wins his first major title by three strokes from Tiger Woods. Okay, so I'm supposed to, I guess it goes back to Tiger Woods and just exactly what impact he'll have in that meeting today about the live tour i don't know but i do know that amanda and i have a a bet and that is uh, about the masters so it's launch on the masters will launch be determined uh be paid for by amanda determined by whether or not the masters allows live players to participate i say they will she says they won't i want to be real clear on this because there's been some things misconstrued i don't think they should okay I, don't, I mean i don't think that they should at all i'm just telling you that i think they will doesn't listen i'm all for burying the live tour as much okay. as possible. well then come on over all right last one for for the oh, same sports history okay. yes my husband sent me one because okay. he's embarrassed so, uh, 1927, Yankee slugger Babe Ruth tees off Tommy Thomas in the fifth inning to hit first home run out of Kaminsky Park. Kaminsky Park? Kaminsky. Kaminsky. Chicago. New York beats White Sox 8-1. to one. There you go. Stay well, there we are. It's brought to you by our friends at Craft Treats. Go to Craft Treats, full-spectrum CBD treats. Uh, that contains minor cannabinoids that increase the benefits of CBD. Great for your pet's situational anxiety, things like storm anxiety, car ride anxiety. They're all there. Uh, craft Treats, go to crafttreats.com. And we will talk to you tomorrow. I'm really excited about a guest that we have tomorrow, the author of Freezing Cold Takes. It's a Twitter feed that is so good and you could call it the skip bayless channel if you wanted but it, it is just about people making these outlandishly oh, oh the skip hey, bayless yeah that just end up being wrong that end up being you know uh like i could come on here and say hendon hooker's incredibly overrated tennessee's gonna go five and seven you know i could take some weird stance. there's no uh here's the, actually how skip bayless there's no question that Tennessee should win 10 games this year. No question. It's probably the best, the best, yeah, best impression Baker. you've done. Thank you. There's no You're question. Welcome. Well, and then what do you say after they don't win 10 games? You're like, I told you they should have won 10 games and they didn't they, do it. They don't, they never go back and, and revisit the fact that they were right. wrong or they wouldn't have a career because it would be like I was wrong every day last year. Agreed. Um, again, go to crafttreats.com. So tomorrow we'll have the author of the Freezing Cold Takes book on, as well as comments from the falls as they will meet with the media today as uh, Tennessee is practicing. Uh, on Tuesday morning, depending on when you're watching this, and then uh, talking some running backs in the afternoon. So we'll have that at offthehooksports.com. Congratulations, Jason, who also says Ronaldo was a um, 
Ronaldo was a huge deal back in the day. I know he was a huge deal. Jason? I'm not knocking. All right, let's get uh, Jason's info and get him that uh, Owl's Nest gift package. So we thank you and you and you. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 8.30. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports with Amanda LaFrada. I'm Dave Hook. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.